0: Hey, what is up, everybody, and welcome to the College Info Geek Podcast, the internet's best resource for becoming a better student, but a terrible resource for learning how to properly conduct nautical nonsense.
1: Nautical nonsense. You're not
0: going to learn how to do that here. It's
1: quite important, though. <laughs> so it's you should You should learn it.
0: Yes, if it be something you wish. You should learn it. Uh, I don't know where you can go to learn that. Anyway, my name is Thomas Frank. I'm here, as always, with my good friend, Martin, and welcome to 2019, sir. Awesome. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah. It's
1: a uh, nice place. Nice place you got nice here 2019. Yeah. It's all right so far.
0: It's uh it's been around for what, 3 days now? Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. I heard from several people that 2018 seemed really long. Do you feel it was long? It was terrible. Well, I'm sorry about that. Uh I feel like it wasn't too bad, but it was I don't know, I did feel long. There were a lot of trips. A lot of things. Oh
1: yeah. Well, I, I feel like it felt long to me because I had a ton of recovery time where I kind of just true. had to sit around and watch like Netflix, which is not what I want to do with my time generally. Yeah, not favorite thing. So well, it felt a little long. That is, um, I don't know. 2019 doesn't feel long so far though. You know, so yeah. it's got that going it's only been for a few it. Days thus far.
0: Fewer days will be recovery time. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> feeling long isn't the worst thing. If it feels long and it's not terrible, then it just means yeah. my life is longer.
0: Yeah, it's true. Um so I guess you know in the spirit of 2019 we wanted to start things off by talking about the thing that's on most people's minds yeah which is how to reinvent yourself I guess or how to at least do what you wanted to do in 2018 a little bit better yeah yeah how to how
1: to redo last year
0: yeah yeah, redo. Uh, and we did talk about in last week's episode that we weren't going to be talking about our goals for this year, because I think we kind of briefly touched on them we anyway. Did. We did. So what we're going to focus on this week is more on how the listeners can implement their own goals or New Year's resolutions, if you want to call them that, because there is there is emotional power in a date changeover, I guess. Yeah, clean slates feel psychologically yeah. welcoming. They, f- they feel good. Yeah. though Something that's been on my mind is I want to talk about um, when the clean slate pressures you to make a bunch of changes that you actually don't have the capacity to make right now. Yeah. Which is where I feel that I am. Um, But before we get started, I have an announcement to make. Okay. And that announcement is that I have launched my very first ever course. Finally. What? Yeah. What? Tell me more. Yeah. Tell me more. Good sir. (laughs) Um, So I worked on a course last year, I think in like October on how to build a productivity system from scratch. So how to properly set up your task management system, your calendar, your note-taking system, your file organization system, both digital and physical. So we talk about folders, like hanging folders and labels and things like that, but also Windows Explorer, Mac Explorer, or what is it called? Finder. Finder, that's what it is. All that kind of stuff, along with some uh, meta skills like quick capture and review days, things like that. And anybody listening to this podcast can actually take the course for free because it is on Skillshare. And as anybody who has listened to my Skillshare ads knows, the uh, link that we provide gives them a two-month free trial. So if somebody wants to, they can go get the two-month free trial and take the course for free. Yeah. And yeah. you should
1: be able to set up your system within two months, right? It's yeah, not absolutely. A- the course
0: is like an hour long. Yeah, so it's it doesn't take very long to watch. I am really happy with the feedback so far. Everyone seems to be enjoying it, and uh, hopefully more people will go check it out and start 2019 with a well-built productivity system. Yeah, we actually we decided to launch it on January 1st because I wanted people to go into the year having that system built or cleaned up and more organized than it was in previous years. Well, that makes sense. I mean, that's
1: that's what I've been doing mm-hmm. in general, going through and cleaning everything up. I imagine you're doing a bit of the same. I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah. It's not always that can't be successful in every part, but it's yeah. it, it, there's just such a strong pressure to say, "Okay, we need to start things over now. Mm-hmm. Holiday season's over, I'm done seeing family over and over.
0: Mm-hmm. Work again." Yeah. So, if anybody wants to go take the course, uh, you can go over to collegeinfogeek.com/courses and that is with an s. Courses for horses. It's not courses for horses. It's just slash courses. Horses can take uh, it. Yeah, we'll have that page up. It'll have some details about the course. And then if we have courses in the future, like additional things in our catalog, we'll start to build out a library there. But for now, we've got uh, the Skillshare course. And if you want to both support this whole venture we have going, then uh, go and sign up because we do actually earn money based on signups. Yeah. Off of that link. Um, but also, hopefully, you just are able to gain something useful from the course. It's it's pretty basic, but it's also a lot of things that I think even advanced people maybe have neglected to do or haven't been doing correctly with their productivity systems. So, people have been saying it's like a uh, I don't know all skill levels kind of course. Okay. So yeah, collegeinfogeek.com/slash/courses, and uh, let's get into I guess the meat of this episode. Yes. How do you uh, properly set up New Year's resolutions so that you stick with them?
1: Okay. Well, in a very timely manner, my fiance alerted me that John Green just posted a video on Vlogbrothers Mm -hmm. about how to make goals and not resolutions. So I watched it just to see if he's got any cool takes. And actually, he pointed out something that I didn't think of at first, which is that you really need to be thinking of the trade-offs for any of your goals, first of all, when you're choosing your goals. This isn't even doing them, but when you're gonna choose what you need to do, you need to choose what you're not doing to make that work. Yep. So like he specifically wanted to spend more time with like family and stuff, and that means that he has to spend less time doing things and will disappoint some people. Mm -hmm. So the first thing we need to do is, what is all the stuff we're interested in? What do we wanna do? What's realistic? because you cannot become good at everything at the same time. You could maybe do it serially. Yeah. That could work out. But yeah, the first thing is just choosing what you want well. And um, once you know what you want, which I assume a lot of people have a pretty good idea of what they wanna do, if they're even thinking about making resolutions, they probably have a few basic ones. Being healthy, being healthy is an easy one. Yeah. Um, one of mine was actually to take a plane this year so I did it on January 1st. Mm-hmm. So intimidating goals, I think you should start very quickly. Yeah. But while you still have all this motivation from a clean slate.
0: Well, that was something that we kind of touched on with the uh, whole finger breaking incident because you came home and the surgery was scheduled for the next day. So yeah. There was no time to sit around worrying about it or being afraid about it. It was just boom.
1: Yeah. Fear faced. And I wanted to take a plane all of last year. Mm-hmm. And I kept finding reasons not to. Yeah. All the way up till then. I was like, well, there goes a whole extra year of stuff I didn't do. Uh, well, I want to do it in 2019. And then in an adrenaline fueled, uh, anxiety inducing moment, I bought a ticket for the first. So I would say that if you have an intimidating goal, something that you think you'll put off or that you have put off, start it now in some form. Yeah. It's, it's not always going to be accomplishable in one moment like that. Sometimes it's a habit based thing, but start it quickly while the motivation is fresh.
0: I'm curious to know about the flight actually because flying was always something that you were I guess how what exactly were you afraid of with flying um were you afraid that the plane was gonna crash or were you afraid that like you were just gonna have a panic attack on the plane like what was it well it was a combination
1: of lack of control okay enclosed space heights and the very slight potential of a terrifying death mmm I don't, but I think the biggest one is like lack of control and also the fact that I didn't know. Yeah. What it was going to be like. And unknown stuff is scary. Yeah. To most people. It's like, you know, it's a biological thing. What we don't understand is scarier because it may hurt us. Right. So I uh, skimmed through a book on how flying works. I already was pretty sure I kind of knew, but it was nice to solidify how the physics and stuff worked and why it all made sense. Mm -hmm. And then I just did it. And I enjoyed it, actually. Okay. It was really anxiety-inducing up until the point where I was like – like it started moving. Yeah. And then I just – I had my headphones on. And then I played left-hand free, which is, I believe, the intro to one of the Avengers movies. And it makes a really good intro thing. So it kind of felt like I was just watching the beginning of a movie out the window. Okay. And the the beginning was a takeoff. So that took me out of it. And it was just really cool. In Mm. the end, I was actually just – really excited because I've never seen that before. Yeah. And it was a 20 minute flight, so I couldn't get bored. It was stupid. Was
0: it literally 20 minutes? In the air. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I guess Colorado Springs the, f- is... the
1: full thing was like an hour long, but okay. as far as straight, we're not preparing to go up or down. We're just yeah. flying. It's like 20 minutes. Yeah. I, guess it's not I literally paid for a vaccine for my fear. The flight was pointless. Yeah. Okay. I paid for the treatment for my fear and it worked. Now I'm not afraid. Yeah. And as a result- I'm going to PodCon in Seattle this month. Oh yeah! So, so I
0: won't be at PodCon, but if anyone listening to this is going to be at PodCon, one of us will be there. Yeah, and we we'll will be hanging be out there too. Yep. Cool. Okay, so you guys will be there repping. We'll be CIG doing. Podcast. We'll be doing
1: whatever it is one does. I've never gone to a con. So. Probably hanging out with Hank.
0: Yeah. Pr- you know, I'm wearing doing fancy suits, doing stuff, cocktails.
1: dressed as a dinosaur,
0: dressed as a dinosaur. <laughs> still wearing a fancy suit, but <laughs> and a top hat. But yeah, so I actually liked it. You're going to be, dis- like, people are going to be disappointed when they don't see you in the dinosaur suit. I'll look for one.
1: Suit. No, I won't. I'm not going to look for one. I make <laughs> no promises. But because of this, this this thing, I, I feared enough to put it off for years and years and years. I wanted to fly in college. Mm-hmm. I wanted to study abroad, but I was so afraid that I would have a panic attack while flying that I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't even death most of the time. It was the panic attack. And that's a realistic fear. I was likely to have a panic attack. Yeah. So... This means that because I did it so quickly, very first day, first month, this year starts off with momentum. Okay. And now the pressure is to keep the momentum going. So that's why I think anything that's big or intimidating, just start it now. I took a Japanese lesson the other day for the same reason. And it, it, it's not about my goals. I don't really want to talk about all of them. Yeah. But the fact is I'm starting things this month immediately. Mm-hmm. No reason to wait.
0: Did When you watched that video from John, did it seem like he was like overly stressed about his work? Or was he just sort of like acknowledging I have to give some of it up?
1: Well, I think he w- he was kind of acknowledging that he was going to have to give up a lot of stuff. And I guess it was hard for me to tell how stressed he is. I don't watch a lot of videos okay. with John, so I can't pick up on the subtle cues the same way. Yeah, but well, it I guess was, I was definitely if you like
0: mentioned that yeah you know, I've been overwhelming myself or something because I know John and Hank are both people who take on a lot of commitments and yeah. I'm very well, similar. I, th- I
1: know that he he said specifically he wanted to spend more time with his kids. Okay. And also he wanted to spend less time on social media. He wanted to post zero times to social media. And it was telling that okay. he was like, and that seems like the easiest thing in the world, but he's, he's still afraid he won't be able to do it yeah. this year.
0: And yet it, it's so simple. You just don't, you just don't do, do like a very unnecessary <laughs> thing. But social media is like one of those death by a thousand paper cuts things. Cause you think, oh, it does not take that long. But well, it does because you log in to post something and then you see some retweeted thing that enrages you or, yeah. or somebody tweets an oh, article. And
1: let me tell you, it does not help to kind of get stuck in your thoughts when you when you see stuff yeah. that like
0: upsets you online. It gets really easy to lose several hours to that. So I have a, a thing that I want to experiment with on social media. Yeah. And I might make a video on this. So I was reading this book. It's called The Laws of Human Nature by uh, Robert Greene, which in the Audible ad that's gonna be in this episode, I'm gonna be recommending it because it's great so far. Um, he tells a story about the Athenians and their leader at the time who's named Pericles. And Pericles was like this uber rational, kind of quiet leader. And unlike most of the other leaders who were very boastful, who were very interested in starting wars so they could just get glory for themselves, he was kind of like you, honestly. Like I was sort of picturing like you in a toga Basically, I'll get that for PodCon. <laughs> just like this real rational, calm dude, it was soft-spoken. and Thought really hard through everything, but because of the way that he operated, um, they basically like experienced a lot of prosperity and not a whole lot of conflict because he was mm-hmm. able to sidestep a lot of things. And one thing that Green uh, mentioned was that Pericles, unlike most of the other politicians, would often retreat to his home for several days at a time to just think and get away from all the fervor of the forum. And then it would come back to the forum and talk with people and debate and do all the things that politicians do. So I was thinking, all right, how do I apply that to things in my life? Like what's something I do every single day that kind of reduces my ability to think? And social media is one of them. But instead of going on like a 30 day detox or whatever, what if you just only use social media like a couple days a week? Yeah. Like treat it like Pericles going to the forum to, have a discourse with everybody. Like, all right, Mondays and Tuesdays, I do social media. Or what if it was the opposite? Like if you're the kind of person who likes to use social media, what if you just took two days off per week? Yeah. Just give yourself a regular period of time to have space away from all of that. But it's not like I'm quitting or, you know, I'm doing a 30-day thing. Yeah. So that's going to be what I try to do. Um, right now I'm doing some course marketing. So I'm trying to. It's kind of hard to avoid it entirely when you're. But you know what? I could also use Buffer for that. Yeah. I could just not go on Twitter. And. That's true. But then it would only be what you're posting. Yeah. And I mean, like, videos come out usually on Fridays or Saturdays. So I could still use social media those days to post links. So maybe it's like Monday, Tuesday. Okay. No more social media these days. So that's that's the thing I'm going to try to do. I guess that's a New Year's resolution for me. Yeah. Treat it like Pericles would.
1: Yeah. But it's, it's. See, that's reasonable because that is achievable, knowing that in your situation, it would be very difficult and possibly detrimental to mm-hmm. straight up say no yeah, to something.
0: And who knows, maybe it wouldn't be, but I feel that it would be.
1: Yeah, but starting somewhere is useful. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think an important part about New Year's goals is that we also need to dial them down a little bit to yeah. what we can actually accomplish, because otherwise we'll just demotivate ourselves mm-hmm halfway through the year when we've done nothing because it's such a foreboding goal yeah that you can't even do it
0: yeah and i think that the first thing i'd mention is you have to look ahead and see what's coming up in the near future and ask yourself are these things going to derail whatever i've committed myself to now so if you're like i'm going to go to the rock climbing gym for an hour every single day but i have a trip planned yeah you know like that's going to throw you off So either at least plan for it and like acknowledge the fact that I'm going to skip this and that's fine. And I have a plan for getting right back to it when I come back or dial the goal down. Maybe it's only twice a week or something like that. So you have your three day business trip, you come back, you get into the gym, you know, the day before, the day after. Uh, Acknowledging that,
1: that that's such an important thing that I used to have a huge problem with because I like setting daily habits sort of things. Mm -hmm. But then I'd be like, but I'm traveling this day. I'm going, going back to Iowa for some reason. That means I can't have this goal at all. Yep. But now it's just like, okay, well, you're going to do all these exercises. And then when you're here and you have access to it, you will do pull-ups. But yeah. if you're traveling, you'll just do the rest because you don't need a pull-up bar for those. Mm-hmm. Don't don't kill everything just because you can do it 100% of the time. Yeah. That's a, that's a good way not to accomplish a lot in 2019.
0: hmm The other thing for me is I found it valuable to – kind of picture the situation I want to be in and then work backwards and ask myself like what is preventing me from doing that right now. It may just be that I don't have the motivation or I haven't been disciplined enough, but it may be that I have a lot of roadblocks in the way, like things I need to take care of. And that's kind of the situation I'm in right now. So January one came and I woke up and I was like, all right, I want to get back on the on the train with reading. I wanna get back on the train with uh, rock climbing. I want to be practicing guitar and I'm actually learning songs this year. It's kind of one of my things is instead of just doing improv all the time, I wanna learn established music because I I feel that only improv is me constantly building upon the neural patterns that I've discovered with guitar, but there's so many other things that I haven't even considered And I think by learning other people's music is going to force me to play totally different things. And then I think my brain will start to notice like commonalities and different patterns and it will allow me to expand. And I think if I only ever improv, it's like I'm going to be going down one narrow path of music forever. Yeah. It's a pretty easy way. So that's the thing. But, you know, I woke up and I was like, all right, I'm going to practice guitar for an hour and read for an hour and go to the rock climbing gym. That's like, that's like four hours with all the, you know, the travel and the task switching and everything. Um, Meanwhile, like the end of the year came and we still have a lot of videos scheduled that have to go out. We have a lot of podcasts scheduled. We have, uh, at least me and Anna are going to the Bahamas for um, a work trip on Sunday. And there's all this admin work that has to be done at the beginning of the year. Like as a business owner, unfortunately, I've gotta go do the accounting and I have to send tax forms to everyone who works for me, which is like nine people now. (laughs) And I had to close out the books to get to the point where I could send those tax forms. And I have to send emails to certain people so they can send me paperwork to get those tax forms. And oh, by the way, our lease is ending soon. So we have to move. So we have to look for a house yeah. and apply and meet the landlords. And it's like, okay, you can't do all these things. You can't practice guitar and go to the rock climbing gym and do all this stuff and also do all these urgent tasks you have to do. So as much as you would like to have this perfect ideal fresh start, January 1st, practicing all these things, It's not realistic. So I guess my first New Year's resolution is to build in the space into my schedule that I need to do these things. And that may mean not doing them or maybe not doing them as much as I'd like to for the first few days while I get my house in order. Yeah. You know? And I think that's gonna reduce a lot of stress too. Because I'll be honest, like I got into this mindset, I'm gonna practice all these things. And I was trying to do that while also trying to do all these things I gotta do. And- it's been really stressful. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like it <laughs> seeps kind of into like your identity. Yeah. right. And you're like, well, if I don't do this, who am I? Anna and I had a long talk about this last night. Like this is my biggest problem right now is my identity is of the person who is who exceeds everything. Yeah, And no there's also like a lot of people <laughs> who depend on me now that we're running a company. And it's like, <sighs> eventually like I will crack and it's so easy to deny that and be like, "Oh, you're so far from that. It's not going to happen." But it, it will happen. It can happen to anyone. Yeah. Chronic stress is a thing, and like it's ironic. I made a how to like how to reduce stress video at the end of the year because that's what was on my mind. But it's still difficult for me to put those things into action and actually reduce stress.
1: Yeah. You keep it up, you're going to murder me right on set. People are going to see it on one of the episodes.
0: Do it on set. Why not? It's because I'm going to get caught that way.
1: <laughs> but I want to be. I want to be famous.
0: Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think that's a cool way to be famous. It's it's as
1: much as I'm going to get if I'm being murdered though. Fair
0: enough. That's true. Silver lining. That is a, a some somewhat silver lining, I guess. <laughs> You're not going to be around to enjoy the fame, but I guess the fame will exist. Anyway, so yeah, for me it's it's working backwards and asking like what is preventing me from doing these things and then building a plan of attack to take all these things off my plate.
1: Yeah, it's being very realistic about the trade-offs that mm-hmm. are required.
0: I've been playing a lot of uh, Don't Starve. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that game. Yeah. It's literally just like a survival game. And because I've been playing it, my brain almost like thinks in terms of Don't Starve now. So I'll be like, oh, okay, <laughs> this giant monster is coming to attack my camp, so I need gunpowder. What do I need to get gunpowder? Um, okay, I need a rotten egg. To get that, I need a birdcage. Okay, I need to get a birdcage. I need to go get reeds. There's like all these steps that come before the thing I want to do right now. So you just have to think backwards. And... There's a lot of parallels to real life. Which yeah. kind of makes sense because it's literally a survival game, so. Yeah, we're just a little <laughs>
1: abstracted away from straight up survival.
0: Yeah, we don't have a giant monster coming to attack our camp anytime soon, but we do have like goals Yeah, so grades. like at the
1: at the end of the year, what do you want to be able to, what do you picture yourself as having done? And yeah. what are the realistic
0: steps to get mm-hmm. there? Though I really don't do years. Do you do full years? I do two weeks. You do two weeks. Okay. I was going to say actually like, like one quarter is kind of where like, I'll look out from, from now till end of March. I'm like, all right, end of March, I want to have moved into a new house. I want to have done, you know, X number of videos and yeah. launched the course. We did that. Cool. But end of 2019, it's easy to dream and do broad stroke stuff, but it's so far away that it's, it's hard to make it actionable.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's part of the problem with the, I, this, yeah, the title is referring to new year's resolutions because that's what everybody thinks of. That's what people say, but I don't want to function on a full year Mm -hmm. because it's, yeah, it's not actionable. And I only get that clean slate feeling once a year. I'm going to get that clean slate feeling fewer than a hundred times in my life. Yeah. I don't, that's not acceptable to me. So like my whole system, my daily habits, any, anything that I work out like that, Every two weeks, roughly, I I do it on the 1st and then the 16th. I cut every month into roughly half. Okay. Nothing that I t- did on the 1st is guaranteed to make it into the second half of January. Yeah. I will recreate all of them. I actually don't have a photography goal for the first couple weeks of January. Okay. Because I simply don't think that I have the time for it at the moment with the other things going on. Like you said, it's it's busy. There's a lot of administrative stuff going on. Yeah. And... Yeah, that, this allows me every two weeks, basically, to have this huge clean slate feeling, and I can get excited. What am I going to do this time? What's going to work out mm. better? I get quick feedback, but two weeks is still long enough to actually see if something's working.
0: Okay. So is this, does this encompass both like habits, but also work goals? Yeah. So is it like a list of like all the work projects I want to do in I two weeks say plus that,
1: habits? I would say that it's primarily my habits for work okay. goals. I try to work more on a, a weekly basis. Gotcha.
0: So for habits, like what does it look like? Is it a a notebook or using an app at this point?
1: I'm using a notebook, a grid notebook. And then I write, I write down, I can put a photo in the show notes or something. I write down um, photography, post one photo daily Mm -hmm. to Instagram. And then on the line below it, in each of the boxes, I'll do one, two, three, four, five, six, all the way through 15. And every day when I do it, I'll like uh, black out the square. Okay. And if I don't do it, which has occasionally happened, and I allow failure because then I exit out and on the left page of the notebook, I write down the date it happened and explain what happened. Was I mm. sick? Did I have car problems and I got stuck in Wyoming? What kept me from doing this that I can learn from? Yeah. And then I come back and I do it immediately. So I've okay. because it's one single page for every two week period, basically, I'm limited. I can't really fit more than six things at a time. Yeah. And most of the time I stick to four-ish. Habits because otherwise it gets too overwhelming. And how
0: small are these? Like, are they like practice piano for an hour or are they? I do not do anything
1: for an hour. So I've got piano and reading are both 20 minutes. 20 minutes to me is like the perfect amount of time to get me into it that usually doubles itself. But even if it's a half hour, I'll put it off until I think I have a half hour.
0: So you're putting 20 minutes, but you usually end up practicing longer. Yeah, it's just because okay. I,
1: it gets me into it, but it's not intimidating. So I'll start now. A too Ooh. big of a period of time intimidates me, and I wait till I think I have a bunch of free time, and then yeah. I just never do it until 11 p.m., and then I don't sleep. That's a good
0: tip. Make your goal, if you're going to use a time-based goal, make it just enough time to get into the flow state. Because once you're there, you're probably going to go for longer, regardless of yeah. what it is. I mean, for me, I was... I started reading that book and I ended up reading for far longer than I intended. But you're right. If I would have said, "Okay, I got to sit down and read for an hour."
1: Yeah, that's that's hard cuz then I'm like myself, I don't have nope, can't do, do something else. I can't do it this morning. Yeah. The afternoon, I've got to do these things. I'm recording today. Well, then I got to then I got to like pick up Ashley from something. Oh no, I'll never have a full hour, but mm-hmm. I do if yeah. I just kind of trick myself into to getting into it first, mm-hmm. but each one is completely separated. They don't all need to be input-based. One of them is a list of language requirements to do each day for practice. And then it says, also have three conversations and or movies in any language during this two weeks. And it's got a little grid below it where I can mark in which language on what day I did something. Okay, So that's just, that's a little output-based. And then the water one is just fill my water bottle. This implies I've at least drank it once, <laughs> but... Yeah, Filling it is easy to just do, and I won't put it off. I won't be like, okay, I've got to chug this before I can check off the box. What if you don't drink
0: it during the whole day, though? If you wake up the next day, do you have to chug it before you fill it again?
1: I do have to drink it throughout that day and then fill it again. I have to have okay. to have it empty and then fill it at least once. Okay. And this forces me to drink a bare minimum. But really, the truth is if I just have a filled water bottle next to me, I will drink water. Yeah. The, yeah. the hard part was just getting it in the right place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so noticed it's...
0: myself falling back on a lot of coffee lately. Yeah. So I've been doing the water bottle thing, and I've also started buying um, sparkling water again. Yeah. Which, I mean, that works really well. I just, every time I'm at Whole Foods, I walk there. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to oh, yeah, buy yeah. sparkling water because I don't want to carry the giant box. But it's worth it because I do end up drinking more water and less coffee. Yeah. So but, that's good.
1: Yeah, I guess the the point is every two weeks, I get the feeling of a clean slate. I get to have a New Year's resolutions every two weeks. And mm-hmm. I decide, what am I doing? And each of the goals that I write down is completely unique in how it's formed because not every goal is alike. Nice. And that's that's being more honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so two weeks goes by and then you basically just review what happened in the past two weeks and decide which ones you want to keep? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, so for the most part, exercise and reading will probably always be there. Yeah. But- Let's say um, I'm probably going to have a follow-up surgery. During that two weeks where I'm probably recovering, mm-hmm. I don't think I'll set any exercise goals. I'll be like, I can't. That's not important. So I'll just yeah. read and do these other things that are possible for me.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Rather
1: than saying, I need you to do pull-ups when your finger just got cut open. Yeah. And that's not realistic.
0: And actually, so that's the that's the thing that I at least I want to end on is... Be realistic about your limitations. Um, and I say this because, you know, I've been training for Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Well, I went to a practice session in December and I pulled something in my arm and I Ooh. felt that it was like, I think it was, I don't know if it was a minor tear or something, um, but for like the next two weeks, whenever I would do pull-ups, like there would be pain. So I, I was going easy on it. And there was this part of my brain that was like, you still got to go. You still got to apply though. Like you did the podcast episode on it and you've been Doing all these Instagram videos, like the application deadline is January second, man. You still got to do it. Um, and I went to a Christmas dinner with my dad, and we got to talking about his powerlifting career. And yeah. I'm not sure if I've told this story on the podcast before, but there was a there was a competition he went to once where I think he was trying to bench press like 635 pounds or some insane amount, and uh, the bone in his arm, like the the main one on the, like the bicep part literally snapped I hate, from the I hate this story yeah it's, I hate it it's, and like there's video of it somewhere I've seen it it's it just like goes and the spotters have to catch the bar really quickly uh well what he told me was he had felt some pain in that arm in the weeks leading up to it but he went to the doctor and he was like can we x-ray and they didn't find anything and then he's like well can I still compete and they're like well if you know if it's not we didn't, they didn't find a break or anything. So Ooh. you should be fine as long as there's not too much pain. Well, uh, I, whatever weight they put on there was like, that was a breaking point. And afterwards they were like, there might've been a hairline fracture, which apparently wouldn't have shown up in an x-ray. But my dad told me he was like so focused on training because this was like championships. And I think his first attempt, which he did make, ended up getting him the championship for the division anyway. So like... <laughs> <laughs> he does his first lift, secures the championship for his weight class in the entire Midwest, and then breaks his arm on the second attempt. So he I may mean, he got it, but like this this insane intense goal um I, I don't want to say like clouded his mind, but it, it made him so focused on training that he pushed his body too far. And I wanna be cognizant of that. Now I'm not trying to do six hundred thirty-five pounds on the bench press, but I am going to a pretty dangerous like obstacle course event and the training is pretty intense and there's a lot of like swinging on one arm with all my body weight so i'm not going to quit it but i may have to wait till the next season because i don't you know i don't think the timing is is right right now i yeah. think if i push myself too hard i may injure myself
1: oh well that's you know? that's important you shouldn't let big big extreme goals like that mix up your prioritization yeah because your body functioning should be very close to the top of exactly. priorities. Very yeah. close, if not the top, you know? Like,
0: I want to achieve cool things, but I, I want to spend time injured less. Like, I want to spend no time injured. That's a bigger priority. Yeah. So I'm going to train at a reasonable pace. You know, I'm still going to train hard, but if I feel that there's part of me that needs to recover, then I'm going to take the time that it takes. And if that means I miss the application deadline, then that means I miss the deadline. Yeah, You know, I'm not willing to injure myself over that kind of thing. So for people listening to this, I guess like be aware, like if, are you pushing yourself too hard? And it could be in a non, uh, you know, physical, like muscular or athletic dimension. Are you pushing yourself to the point where you're experiencing chronic stress or you're giving yourself anxiety or you're not sleeping? Yeah. Like dial back your health is worth more than all this stuff.
1: And yeah, that's why I cut down on photography because mm-hmm. the first six months, it was really fun to do daily posts for a while. But yeah. eventually it I was busy and I, in order to do it, I was running myself into the ground trying to come up with photos every day. Yeah. And, and then I just kind of didn't want to. Mm-hmm. You know, you might kill your own hobby by setting too ambitious of a goal. Yeah. And that's why I need to kind of take a break until I get inspired to take photos. And I still want to take a few. I took some on the plane, mm-hmm. but- I don't wanna ruin things that I want to be a part of me. That would be very ironic. Yes, (laughs) yes it would. Yeah, I was so motivated that I demotivated myself. Mm -hmm. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, so you know, pay attention to those limitations. Um, But with the things that you selected, I think your system is a a great example of how to remain consistent.
1: Yeah, and Mm -hmm. I think that could work with anything. You don't need to use my paper thing with the grid. Literally any system, if you just say, at the end of this two-week mark or month mark, I erase the whole thing and start from scratch and see where yeah. I'm going to go. You're still getting the clean slate feeling. I still keep reading 20 minutes has been there like the whole time. That hasn't mm-hmm. really changed except for one two-week period where I made it 40 minutes. Okay. Realized it was too much and dialed
0: it back. But... So you don't miss seeing like long streak numbers?
1: I can see complete streak numbers now.
0: Actually, yeah, I guess you can just go back in your notebook. I can and for whatever succeed
1: at two weeks and say, that was a good two weeks. Yeah, I did every day. Then the stress drops and I get to start over and I get to succeed a second time rather than mm-hmm. taking 200 and some photos in a row and still feeling like a failure when I had to do my first day of not posting. Yeah. If I had done that on the two week thing, that would have been like 12 double weeks of ultra success I would have yeah. felt good about rather than one streak I felt terrible to break.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I think
1: it's it's great, obviously, to keep you going on a streak. The stress and the guilt that it causes you to break it is a motivator. Mm-hmm. But is it the kind of motivator I want for everything? Not for photography. Yeah. That's fun. Maybe for exercise or something. Maybe for something important like saving money, I need to have something that like guilts me into doing it because yeah. it's important and it's not for fun. It's for responsibility. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think that guilting yourself into accomplishing things is, is a good idea to have
0: fun. Yeah. Yeah, especially for those fun kind of goals. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, I guess to briefly recap, we talked about figuring out, like working backwards, figuring out what's potentially causing you um, to not be able to work on your goals right now and then working on that first. That's kind of my first order of business for 2019. Being aware of your limitations and then... Uh, possibly working with like a two-week system or some sort of system that has a smaller interval of time.
1: Yeah, it could be seasonal. Between could erasing
0: be. things or, or at least reevaluating things. Yeah. You know, 90-day year. Yeah, the weekly, the weekly review
1: you've talked about in the past would work just fine as long as you were willing to cut something if it wasn't working rather than yeah. stubbornly force it to stay on.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, what's Oh, the last thing we talked about, I guess the first thing we talked about was confronting... The goals that give you anxiety early.
1: Yeah, it's like eat the frog or whatever. I'm you not going to eat a frog, mm-hmm. but if
0: I had to, I'd do it quick. Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to eat a frog either. Yeah, I, don't, I like <laughs> frogs. They're fun. Anyway, uh, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Um, as always, you can find the show notes for this episode over at cigpodcast.com slash, what is it, 245? Yes. 245. Yes, cool. that's the one. So we'll have show notes in there, possibly a picture of Martin's task management or goal management system. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Um, And we'll have a link to our Skillshare course, which you can also get to by going over to collegeinfogeek.com slash courses. And uh, yeah, take it. See if it helps you out. See if it helps you build that productivity system that helps you keep these goals in check. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last but not least, collegeinfogeek.com resources is where you can find all of our favorite apps, books that we recommend, uh, gear and stuff that you might want to bring to college or bring to university if you are uh, going back at the beginning of the semester now. And that's about it. So actually, you know what we need to do? We need to get the links to the book page and the, uh, the packing list page, back to yes. the resources page. Yes, we do. Because the redesign took them off. Um, so we'll get that well, you done. Know, that, that'll
1: be done before these people even hear it. Yeah. You're going to think that we're crazy. We're talking about stuff that's already there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause of course they went and checked, right? Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for hanging out with us guys and we will see you in next week's episode. Stay cute.